0: Hi guys, this is your girl Z. So, um, I welcome you all here. I welcome you all into this beautiful space, into this beautiful place. I'm grateful for your being here. I'm grateful that you still remember. You may have time to come here and listen to the sound of my voice. I'm deeply honored to be here with you. (sighs) On that note, I, I would want us to cleanse our space. I would want us to cleanse our energy. Many of us are coming from all walks of our life. Many of us have pending, unresolved emotions. So many are here with on the lane, anger. So many are here with bitterness. So many are overly excited (laughs) you know what i'm saying i'm not saying it's bad to be overly excited but in order for us to be able to receive this message accordingly our mind must be open and free to receive so that's the reason why we need to cleanse our space we need to cleanse our energy we need to recycle our energy so by doing that i want us to i want us to do a little exercise a breathing exercise i want us to just take a minute to breathe in and breathe out all right i want us to breathe in and breathe out while a song plays on the background okay the breathing in is going to be a deep breath you're going to take all right it's going to be four four seconds you're going to take a deep breath for four seconds and you're going to release it afterwards I want us to do it like three times and then see how it goes now breathing hold your breath hold your breath breathe out day is long. breathing again long deep breath Now breathe out again. Let's do this one more time, guys. Breathing. Breathe out. (laughs) Now I hope that was relieving. I hope that was... Okay, I hope that was enough for you if you still don't feel like your energy has been cleared enough you can still try that a couple of times alright to get your energy in the right space so without further ado I'm gonna go straight forward to our topic for today Um, it's titled dead men tell no tale so this title this topic is is basically centered around just three structures first giving complaining and gratitude. I'm going to find how to touch base with each of these things I just listed. I'm going to touch base this morning with each of these things. I to use myself as an, as an example, sorry. I might give you lessons and points and I hope you get to pick out one or two from my message. I'll go for that. I'm talking on giving right now, giving. So, I once upon a time I was before I say anything how many of us struggle with giving (laughs) how many struggle with giving you see um this title didn't just come to me it, it happened to me so I'm hoping that somehow my story gets to touch you in the deepest parts where where it's been so long you've been touched i hope my message gives you a change of mind and a perspective of gold so i'm gonna tell you a story of how i was working and i got paid and the salary wasn't what i bargained for i'd done some mistakes in my sales so our boss came and said if from now and forth if you make mistakes with sales you're go- it's gonna be deducted from your salary so I had a couple of thousands removed from my salary I was very very unhappy and I was going home on that fateful day I was with that cash on me I got to a place I wanted to board a bus, and I found I found that someone was staring at me I turned and I saw a beautiful lady she said to me please sister Please, give me money, please, any amount i I just want to go home. I'm just coming from a service. I'm stranded, please help me. I looked at her, and-i didn't say a word, you know, like many of us out there. we don't say what well, we can't judge you. we we'll ask you why are you asking me? You know, but we have killed you in our heart. We have judged you already in our heart. I judged the lady, I said in me you have hands you have legs you have you have mouth you have a beautiful face you are you are my working person why then don't you have a job like i do why then do you have to go to church or you're meant to work and why then do you have to beg me for money on this faithful morning i am really angry that was what was happening within me but on my ref- in my Outward a uh, appearance i was looking like i didn't care i looked like an expressionless person so just because i'm i've always be, i might be a cold-hearted person yeah sometimes but just because I, there's something i've never really been somebody who is so mean that you get to pass on mean energy to people i don't like to Bring people down so I just wanted to try to see to see if I could find change I I went to a guy selling oranges I told him I wanted to buy oranges and he said to me I don't have change so I said okay what if I buy a particular amount of oranges from you would you still have change you know what he said to me he said it does not have changed still. And then I went back to the lady, not trying to bother to explain, not trying to bother to try harder. I just said to her, I didn't see, and off I go. I went home and the minute I stepped into my house, I just felt something leave me. I felt something just happened. Something just happened. I didn't know what it was, but I was so uneasy, I was uncomfortable. I know that, I know that something Something changed in me. I couldn't place it, you know. I couldn't. But well, let's see. <sighs> Before I go further, I'd like to welcome the most important person in the room. I would like to welcome you all, and most importantly, the Divine. Without Him, we will not be here. Without Him, there will be no experience to share. Without him, there will be nothing to see right now. Without him, there will be no me. So I welcome his presence, O oh, beautiful divine. I welcome you into our midst. You are welcome. As I speak, may hearts be lifted. May souls be awakened and may they get a change of perspective and a change of mindset. May my lessons I teach be learned and taken the right way. Be used for good and not for evil. What is I ask? Now moving on to what I was saying. I, I go home and then, mind you, I, I was a friend. I, I go home. Sorry, I take that back. I go home and as um, I noticing things were failing. I did a business. It failed. I did another business. It failed i invested in something else and it failed and i'm wondering what is happening okay so okay let's imagine this is not my good time this is not my most favorite moment okay what next i got to work and started having issues from one issues to another this was something that could have been avoided i started having issues at work you see this made me i started to question my existence, I questioned my luck, I started to question, don't I have grace? I started to complain. and then I I lost my job. I just come out from a bad break. I just I just went through hell. I what most people can't go through, I just came out of. So I was just wondering why me why are all this happening to me without looking at what happened actually why this thing resulted to this big blown issue I I needed a break I needed to take a step backwards to just clear my space clear my head you know I was I was down I I decided to move to somewhere I could could find peace somewhere out of my environment, somewhere out of my space, somewhere out of friends' side, somewhere out of family side. I just went to a friend's place and I, I decided to stay there and find myself. How many of us get to find ourselves? How many of us don't let life make us too busy and carried away that we get to still remember to find ourselves? If you're hearing my voice, I hope whenever you hit rock bottom. You find yourself and your peace so I went to my friend's place and I go there I still had some money on me you know I still had some money on me so I, I tend looking for a job I go there and a the minute I enter there it wasn't even up to a week I feel really sick really sick you see I was dead sick to a point where I got to the hospital. I did a test. The doctor ran the test and they told me what was wrong with me was malaria, no typhoid. And I said, okay, it's usual for me to have malaria and typhoid because I'm AA, so it's something that AA do experience, especially here in Nigeria. So I, I said, fine, treat me. I paid and they started treatment. They were treating me. After they finished treating me, I went home thinking everything was fine a week later i felt seriously sick again and i went back to the hospital and this time around they told me no it was not malaria alone it's typhoid so i went back i treated typhoid and then after treating typhoid the, i went back and i felt relieved i felt okay thinking i'm healed. three days later i felt sick again i went back i said run every test they did the best we could do they still could not find anything wrong with me they just felt it was still malaria and typhoid again <laughs> isn't it crazy <laughs> it was very funny so this time around i had to just be lodged there in the hospital i was on the clean bed and the nurse kept on coming to me the doctor kept on coming to me as prescribing drugs and giving me injections i was on a sick bed you see what People don't get it. I talked about manifestation just the other day, and I told you about how you can manifest good things into your life. But I think what I failed to make known to you is you can also manifest into your life negativity. The same way you're able to manifest fruitfulness, the same way you're able to manifest beauty, love, respect, money, riches, wealth, abundance, you can also manifest evil upon yourself. How? By being worried of things you have no control over, by being overly scared, there's a demon, there's a, there's a proverbial demon in the word fear. Yes, there's a demon in the word fear, and when it comes to you, it starts to feed on you. It starts to feed on the negative vibe you're giving off, and that's when you start to draw in sickness. You just find out that, yes. Everybody comes to my sick bed. They look at me. They touch me. My temperature is normal. My body is normal. But I'm, I'm really sick on the inside. I am burning hot. But I felt cold on the outside. Nobody knew what was happening to me. I was on the bed. I still was finding myself. I, I watched the doctor give me injections and injections I could not even pee at a, some point I couldn't do things on my own I had to be helped out of the bed to be able to use a little container by the side of my bed in order to excuse myself to ease myself this happened on and on and on and on I was spending money the whole time I was paying for the sick bed each day, I was paying for the drugs, I was paying for everything with the little money I had on me. And then, one day, I, I I was on the bed and there was nobody there because people get tired of having to come and touch your body and find out that you're okay, why are you not here? You need to be cleared mentally, spiritually first, sometimes in order for your body to respond. Sickness is a thing of the mind. It's not even of the physical realm. It's a thing of the mind. It's a spiritual realm. So I, I heard a voice singing. And the voice was singing. It was so melodious. I heard another voice joining and then it was like a choir was singing. It turns out there was a church nearby. So I joined in on my seat bed I started singing and I was crying I was praising and then I made a promise on that bed I said Lord if you can heal me if you can touch me in ways that I can't not be touched if you can change this situation if you can just give me another chance to breathe comfortably if I can get up from my bed I'll be glad and I will serve you like nobody can I will praise you in such a way that people will look at me and call me a radical. After I said that, a deep sleep fell upon me and I slept. And I was finding it hard to sleep before then. I was sleeping and then suddenly, in that dream I had, I saw a man on white came came to my side of the bed. I was in a room that was dark but i his white lights kept reflecting light and then he started operating on me i could not move i could only see what he was doing i couldn't even see a face it was blurred i wanted to talk he said shush there's no time and then he when he was done operating on me he gave me drug. he said drink this now you have no time you see there's a thin line between death and life there's a thin line between death and life you have no time i took that drug in that dream and when i woke up in real life (laughs) i immediately was able to stand up from my bed on my own i stood up and i started singing. i started singing i started singing the doctor and the nurse came and they were looking at me they were marveled how We just helped this lady an hour or two ago from the bed just to ease herself. How is she able to get up? Not only get up, she's able to laugh, she's able to sing, and she's in tears. How is this even possible? And then, I couldn't explain to them. I just said, I wanted to go home. I'm tired of this bed. I don't like sleeping. I wanted to go home. They discharged me. I got home, and I said, okay, what's next? what's nurses? i needed to to find a place to worship for over three years and a half over four years or three years and a half i have not been to a church and know okay this is where i worship i just move from church to church when i get to this church and, and the pastor is not teaching what i want i just move to another church you know something please don't judge me all right we all left our energies by the door before we entered into this space. So leave your judgments aside, leave sarcasm, leave criticism, okay? Just come as you are. I. I am somebody who is, who is with the smart. I've got the smart, darling. I'm intelligent, in my own way. Everybody is. I'm intelligent so in order for you to teach me you need to be very intelligent in order for you to keep me captivated and not bore me to stupor you must be smart you need to be smart and that's what all the pastors did not have and then for some unknown reason I stumbled upon the verse in the Bible I think somewhere in Jeremiah three fifteen or five fifteen. Yeah, somewhere in Jeremiah he said, I will give you a past after your heart, right? Yeah. Something like that. And it clicked. I was like, fine, I'm not gonna be the one to search. You brought me out of this, you will get me to a place where I can find knowledge, wisdom, what I need to go on. So I'm sorry for the background noise. If you're hearing any background noise, I'm really sorry. This is during during the day, so you definitely hear background noise. Okay, so um moving on. I I was still there and I asked the Lord, please show me the right place to go to. And then my friend came to me and said, You know what? Why don't you come with me to church? All right, follow me to my church. My church is good, okay? And I said fine. And then I followed her to a church. I enjoyed that the pastor was really, really good. He could teach. I was so happy for the first time in my life. I felt like I belonged somewhere, and I can't forget that the Lord had a big part to play in it. He just kept on confirming. My friend showing up and telling me to come with her. That her pastor might be the kind of pastor I want. The Lord giving me His word made me understand that where I am right now isn't by coincidence or by mistake. So I just kept on going, but I still was trying to heal. Healing has all aspect of it. It has the physical, the emotional, the mental. You name it. So I don't gone, the physical aspect and the spiritual, but what was remaining was the mental and the emotional because like it or not, a man who is broke is broken. <laughs> yeah. Your confidence level is down. Emotionally, you're not stable. Things should just be going awol around you. Anxiety will settle. So i needed to clear my space so i said to myself what do i do i became awfully too quiet for my friend's liking she would see me as be like z for somebody like you who likes to play a lot laugh a lot you're awfully too quiet what is happening and she said to me you know what? why don't you go for counseling why don't you go for counseling you do deliverance section i was like really she said yes i said okay when she told me i said okay fine but there's a problem it's a problem because a day before then i had gone for an interview with the last penny i had on me and then i knew i was expecting money from somewhere from a friend of my um that i explained to all that happened to me and my friend was willing to give me some money but it was he was going to send it to me the next day and after the day of my deliverance or my counseling i i was expecting the money so i told my friend i said please can you give me money lend me saw amount of money, I need to get to the church for the counselling. I'll give it back to you as soon as I get my alert And she said, it's okay. "It's okay. It's okay. It's okay." We agreed. And then, the morning that came with that day, as after that very day, the morning I woke up for some unknown reason, something just woke me up as early as four thirty a.m. And I woke up, and I suddenly saw her awake like she went to use the ease room and then she had gotten back to bed she was about to sleep and something said don't you want to ask her something ask her before she falls asleep again and I told her I said please darling I think I'll leave very soon so I'll be able to meet up with time because I had to take three buses to get to where I'm going to and I told her can I have the money now please she turned and looked at me and said I don't have <laughs> Honestly speaking, that was the most shocking moment in my life. Judging from the fact that a night before I'd asked you, It during the daytime I'd asked you, you told me you'd give to me. I'd actually seen a bundle of money fall out from your bag. This money I'm asking for is not to start a business, it's not to do anything, not even eat. I'm, I'm gonna get mentally fixed. But she said to me, no. Now, there's a lesson I want us to learn. A lot of us will see that and be like, why is she this wicked? Why would she do such a thing? Why would she do this? No, that's not me. I didn't see that. I saw the lesson in that. I saw the lesson in that. And what was the lesson? The Lord was trying to teach me something. That's the reason why she had the change of mind. On a normal day, her normal person, she would do anything for me but because the lord had to teach me something she had to change her mind so guess what i did i didn't let that challenge wear me down i didn't say like most of us i am not even going anyway you're the one that told me to go i am not going anymore guess what i did i said no. i wore my clothes and i carried my bag with nothing inside of it and i stepped out of the house it was 2 5 a.m in the morning 5 a.m and i stepped out of the house and i got outside it was a very cold morning and then we had longer nights and shorter days, so you can imagine every was everywhere was still a bit dark i could hear some background sign i could, I could hear even animals crickets make sound and i'm really f- afraid but i said you know what I don't care what happens to me. I don't care if I go and something happens to me on the road. I don't care if it's raining. I don't care if it's night. I don't care if it's on the road. I don't care if I have to walk from here to Jerusalem. I don't care if I have to trek. I will do that to get to a mental space that is clear. I must be healed. So, you know what I did? I just started going. I got to a point I became really scared. I just carried my slippers. I held it and put it in my armpits just in case anything goes wrong. I folded the the the, the, uh, the the lower part of my trousers. I just started singing. I started singing a song christians who who normally preach in the morning around areas do I just started singing fire, 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 follow me people who you will be listening that morning would have been very 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 very, 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 very <laughs> shocked yeah don't have been laughing because I was singing a song of war I'm a war I was a war <laughs> that morning was crazy but guess what I kept on going kept on singing because whoever is watching me sing right now knows I'm for war Don't come close if not you will burn. In all those strength, in all those fire, in all those (laughs) me not being afraid or light beneath a great fear and anxiety. I was shaking. Though I kept going. And it began to drizzle on me. And I kept going. Do you came? I kept going. And then I got to the main stop where people stand and they wait for buses. And people were gathered in groups. Because if you go on your own if you move on your own you might get nabbed you might something might be snatched from you or even people get killed that way so people like staying in groups in junction. so i got to the bus stop and i was with there with them now pay attention pay close attention there was a lesson that was meant to be learned what is that lesson you understand as i explain further i stood there the only thing I had to do was to open my mouth, just like that sister did and say to someone, Hey sister, hey brother, please can you help me? I, I must go now to get my deliverance. I must go now to get my healing. I'm losing my mind. I pray I don't lose myself. So please can you help me with any money, anything at all? If you cannot give me money pay for my Tiffin, I couldn't open my mouth That was when I noticed that people who walk up to you to ask you for help They have a lot of balls darling. those people grow a lot of balls. I became a coward I couldn't open my mouth to say a word to anybody. So I just stood there I stood there and waited and a boss came and everybody but me entered and the bus moved It zoomed off everyone was too busy on the go trying to get to the next place that they didn't notice the the lonely person standing there battling with herself struggling what do I see what, who do I meet would they give me so I said to myself I will walk to the next bus stop And I'm sure I'll meet people so I did I walked to the mess bus stop and when I got there I stopped I I saw people so I stood in the midst of the crowd and i was like okay I'm gonna try this again one more time one more time I was trying to gather momentum but it wasn't coming forth so I I let them enter the next bus that came by and everybody was gone in an instant everybody entered but me I remind you again it was a cold morning 5 a.m. it was raining and the night was longer than the day so I said to myself I do not care what is happening right now I don't see this problem I don't see this challenge but I see the crown I see the glory I see where I'm going through I see my healing I see myself being found and I'm a go-getter whenever I said I want to get something I don't mind trekking from here to Jerusalem I will get it so I just kept on moving and then I stopped and I looked up mm-hmm. and I said Forgive me for every single time I mocked people who gathered momentum to walk up to me and say, Please, sister, I'm going for an interview, but I did not have money on me. I've spent all I had because I did not budget that the bus would be expensive. Can you please pay for my tea fare? I'm sorry for every single time somebody walked up to me and said, I'm not eating, I'm really hungry. Please, can you please buy me bread? I'm sorry for judging I'm sorry for every single time I walked out of a person who's saying to me sister I am very sick I need you to help me with money I need to buy drugs I am sorry for being selfish how many of us have been selfish before yeah yeah I know almost everybody is guilty of that so i i looked down and i tears on my eyes rolled on my chin and i i just heard a voice he said just keep going a step ahead draws you closer a step ahead draws you closer and i said to myself a step ahead draws me closer to where darling i am i have to take three buses to get to where i'm going to and you're telling me a step ahead just when i finished judging myself from the inside like i always do a boss came and parked in front of me a man came from behind me dragged me by the hand and pulled me right inside of the bus. i entered and the boss started going he didn't even say anything to me he just paid for my ticket without opening his mouth I think he was noticing how the Lord had entered into him and touched him to look at me in the midst of that crowd. One person, one person was moved. You don't need angels. It wasn't the old that angels had to come themselves to ask you for favor in order to bless you. These days, we have a lot of angels walking the earth. We have a lot. We have a lot of people we need to bless in order for us to be blessed. He didn't see anything, and he paid for me. I, I got to the stop, and I was meant to alight and get to another bus. And I just stood still. He watched me again as he takes his change from the bus conductor. He walked up to me and asked me, "Young lady, where are you going to?" I turned back and I, lost for words. I said where i was going to i need to take two more buses and he said lucky enough for you i'm going in your direction now i know i'm a pretty girl yeah i'm very beautiful in fact <laughs> you know i'm sure i never agree in my house that anybody is as lovely as myself i know i'm a beautiful girl but guess what it wasn't my beauty that got me that grace because a lot of people came to that junction and they ignored me so how come it was because the lord showed up how many of us has lost touch with what was right how many of us has lost touch with our divine because of our challenges because of our struggles how can he abandon me in a time like this how can life be so unfair so you know what bye to my maker bye to him for now because no 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 i just i just have to go my own way now so you see the challenge and not the crown I'm going to go back to what I was saying this this is when complain comes in you start to complain you start to, you start to nag you start to judge yourself judge the Lord even curse out to the Lord many are guilty of this if I am one of them so be it is when the word giving the structure I explained to you giving complaining sorry comes in you know something for everything you go through in life be grateful because your challenges are what makes you you I had to go through all those things I went through in order to get to this point where I can share my story with you and tell you this is what I learned and you can pick a lesson from it there's always a story to everybody everyone has a story be glad you have a story and that you will tell it because only the living tell tales dead men tell no tales dead men tell no tale <sighs> I'm sorry again about the background noise or the background sound you're hearing but I hope my voice is as soothing as ever and it just silence out every background noise every background sound that is not needed in our space in our energy listen to the sound of my voice and let the storm be stay. I'm gonna go back to giving again because I want to emphasize on this topic I want us to learn what it means when I see that dead men tell no tales you see I after that deliverance After I got there, this man did not only pay for my tea he gave me money to come back. After my healing, I felt free, I felt like a new person, I was okay. I knew that something was going to change in me, something was going to be healed in me and I struggled to go there and when I got there, I was healed. I came back a new person, with a new change of mind, I had poured out my heart and I let it on the altar of grace. So when I got home, almost a week later, I got a job and I was on my way to my job and I met. I, I, I entered into a bus. I got into a bus and I sat down close to a beautiful young lady like myself. And then a child was asking for money and she, she said, "Would you live here? Shush, live here." And then the child asked me, "Auntie, Auntie, money." That's how the outside children do it. <laughs> auntie money and he 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 opened his arms for him for me to give him money and then i i looked at him i smiled i dipped my hand in my pocket and i brought money to give to him he said he wanted to buy water with it so i gave him money i even gave him excess so the girl said why are you giving him watch out he's not going to buy that water he's going to run to buy sweet or buy rubbish and then (laughs) i smiled and i looked at her and then exactly what she said happened, he ran, he saw the person selling water but he ran the other way too somebody selling something else, I just laughed and then I explained something to her, I told her, in as much as I'm willing to give, as you're willing to ask, I'm gonna give it I don't care what you're using that money for as far as I have it with me, I'm gonna give it to you and as soon as he lifts my hand it no longer becomes my money, it's so far becomes your money so your responsibility aside that that child that is his ministry i have a little one at home that i get to be with almost every day of my life i get to spend time with her so she, when she asks me auntie i want to buy this i i'll, I'll give it to her Auntie okay. I want to buy this, Auntie I'm going to buy this, I give it to her, then why will I come out and a child ask me for money to buy something, even if he wants to buy something else, I will not give it to him. Why? It doesn't make him any difference. And she said, okay, if you're giving like this, what if you give to ritualists, what if you give to people who want to steal your destiny, that is where you get it wrong, darling. Many of you are just looking for a small reason to tell yourself, no, I'm not giving again. You don't even want to give in the first place. So you're looking for a small reason like I did. Like when the orange seller told me I don't have change, I could have still gone to several other people to ask for change. But because I just needed one small reason to tell the girl, I did not see. I told the girl, listen, I let my spirit lead me. If you ask me for money, and my spirit says you are a good person and you're not going to do any harm to me, I still pray on my money. I say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I cover my money with the blood of Jesus, and I edge you with the edge of fire. I cover my destiny with the blood of Jesus, and I edge you with the edge of fire. Today, I stand before you. You feed the bed of the sky. You feed the human beings, and you do it through other human beings. I stand here again today as a medium, as I'm sowing the seeds nothing bad shall happen to me but blessings shall come upon my life in the name of jesus that is exactly what i say in my heart before i give it i don't care how long it takes for me to finish reciting that in my heart before i give it to you but that's exactly what i'll do and then i'll give you i go i have seen how many doors that opened for me Some things you do, some giving you give might not necessarily bring you back money. But guess what? It brings you favor. You just enter a place and people want to give up their space for you to sit down. People want to ask you, can I carry your bag? People want to ask you, are you fine? Um, do, Do you need something to eat? Do you need something to... That is favor, darling. People don't see that favor. People suffer from lack of favor. So those things, those minor details you do contribute to you manifesting glory and favor so I got to the office on another day and I, I was a receptionist in my office my working place you cannot stroll in does anybody hear me at all how many of us have ever encountered that before if you entered with a uber or with a ride you don't get to be questioned you just get to be told where to park and then you get to ask the question where is the reception office but when you strolling with your leg, they begin to ask you, Oga, okay, where are you dey go now. You get any appointment? <laughs> you know, I'm shy. <laughs> What's crazy? And then I was in my office space and a man walked in right through the door and before I could see, he, before I could look up, he just hit the door and entered and he said to me, Dear young lady, I I'm just coming from a church now. Everybody thought I'd come back to my hotel room. I came for a program, I was invited, but I was praying somewhere, so they were all left thinking one person must have taken me to my hotel room. And I didn't come out with my wallet. Please can you give me money? He called out an amount of money i'm gonna tell you he said 2500 i'm gonna explain that money to you okay because that didn't set him right with me i had money on me that day when i got to the office i had money to eat and to go home after my shift but then i was tipped by 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 a customer by a guest I was tipped and then when they gave me the tip I was so happy Like, okay okay I get to eat comfortably very well at least safe for the the next day's transport and then a colleague of mine came and said please miss you were just telling me just people just have a way of trying to talk to me even when (laughs) even when I don't want to listen they just want to tell me their problems so he just came to me and just telling me how the landlord is disturbing them how they're not eating without the intention of me giving him any money or asking me for money but I looked at him and I said, you know what, have this money, okay? have this money, I don't, I'm not going to use it the way you use it, use it better for the both of us, and after I said that to him, he turned to me and he left, so I was left with the money, I was tipped 2,500 naira in Nigerian currency, now if you're listening to me and you're tuned in from Around the globe, you're tuning from the U.S. You're tuning from Arizona. You're tuning from um, Malawi. You're tuning from France. So you're tuning from Egypt. You're tuning from Morocco. You're tuning from the U.S. You're tuning from Europe, from Brazil, from Japan, Korea, um, Hawaii, Honolulu, anywhere around the world that you're tuning from. If you understand, the dollar is about a couple of dollars all right now to a thousand bucks in your currency in the dollar currency it's just a couple of bucks maybe ten dollars yeah maybe ten or fifteen dollars there about if I'm correct I'm just giving you an instance so <sighs> I'm giving the guy money and I was left with a little cash And the man told me exactly the amount I had on me He said, I need you to give me two five. And I stared at him. I looked at him. Because I knew that there was a principle I I, had dealt to. Which is, I don't care what you're using that money for. I'm not going to ask you that question. Because I'm not lending you this money. I'm not borrowing you this money. Okay, I'm not lending, sorry. So, I'm not going to ask you what you're using the money for. So, I didn't want to ask the man. Papa, where are you going? Are you leaving the States? Are you leaving this state as you need two five from me? That is a whole money you can use to leave Lagos state to Obum or something. And this man is asking for me. So I said, okay, it's fine. It's fine. I will give you but I cannot give you 2,500 because the only money I have on me is 2,500 I'm willing to give to you 1,500 I told him I was willing to give him to him 1,000 naira. I keep 1,500 he said to me make it 1,500 I smiled and said deal <laughs> deal anything but nothing I don't want to settle with nothing just give me anything and he said 1,500 Deal. I gave him the money and I was about to sit down and say, God knows the best. The next thing he was he turned and he looked at me and said, Daughter of Zion, do you have a Bible there? I said no. He said, Okay. When you get home or you get hold of a Bible, read the Psalm 20. Psalm 20, he's sorry. Read Psalm 20. Over this money you're giving to me, read out Psalm 20 if you get to pay your tithe read out some 20. anybody you help out read out some 20. you might not read the whole verse but say the most important aspect that could resonate with you say it out loud and the heavens will hear you that's what he said to me i was marvel because he looked like an old man that smelled like one of those people from the old he he didn't have this usual smell everybody has these days I wanted to know does he want to go and drink with the money but he wasn't smelling drink he wasn't smelling of nothing he just was smelling of oldness I don't know if anybody knows how oldness smells like old age dang it he left he came back and said to me just when he was about to open the door he said daughter of Zion if you're going to forget whose daughter you are what you are and what your place is, I want you to always go back to Proverb 31 and read it, and that's how he left. you Now, see, lots of you know these verses I just called, but for me, who's just a a baby at that point in time when it comes to Christianity and the things of the Bible, things of the world, I didn't know uh, that Proverb had a, a verse that ended in 31, and the verse talked about the virtuous woman. And you know something about the Psalm 20 he told me to read when I opened the Bible the part I always pray out upon my money upon whatever I give upon my love I give upon my strength I give upon encouragement I give whatever I pray out is in blessing I will bless thee Thus said the Lord in blessing I will bless thee I will remember thy sacrifices and thy bond offerings and out of Out of the sanctuary sanctuary sorry would I bless you out from the sanctuary would I provide you help I can remember if I don't remember everything I remember that line I remember those words so I went on and the next thing, I got favoured by a friend. I was given a huge sum, just like that. How far? It's been long we talked. You know what? Send me your account number. I was favoured. I was like, really? Is that how cheap it is? Okay, now. Nah. So from there, I paid my tithes. But before I paid my tithe, I read the Psalm 20 again. And then, I went to church for counselling as usual. I got there and I, I saw my pastor and he he's always, everly, has a smile on his face ready to welcome you and he said to me he said hello young lady how are you i said i'm fine so i told him what i was going to tell him before you know he as usual he just digresses from what we're talking about and him, how are you are you okay and then being the very open playful person i am the person with an open soul i just told you i'm, I'm fine and he asked me and i told him why i was not fine and then he blessed me again yet again so that, let's go back to the fact that i heard the word i will bless thee out from the sanctuary the sanctuary was my church oh so he blessed me again with a huge sum of money i won't go into details on that today Uh, blessings everywhere. Blessings everywhere. And that is where gratitude comes in. Gratitude comes in. How many people have lost touch with the divine? Because they are trying to fit in, because the society's paradigm of uh, religious and societal paradigms of what is good and what is right, the ideal kind of person, has sunk into them so deep that they've forgotten who they are. So, the society tells you, even right from when you're, you're born, it, it shapes your mentality. It tells you, if you're good, you're never allowed to be bad. And if you're bad, nothing good can come out of you. So, don't even look the way of goodness. You're not in touch with the Messiah. So, no. So, if you have a tattoo on you, because I I was going to some friends and I saw tattoo and I felt like having some tattoo on me and I went for tattoo. It makes me less of a person. So because I have on a blonde hair, because I went to have a blonde a blonde hair on, I cannot enter into his presence. Is that what you're saying? So because you like to party. It makes you to go far away from the Messiah to lose touch from the most important person aspect of your life the most important being of your life Mm. gratitude gratitude I want to remind you this even gold has to pass through fire to become pure gold has to go through heat pressure challenges to to become refined how much more you i done the most serious things in my life like crazy things you cannot even comprehend things that will almost take my life i have become very adventurous to that extent but guess what that doesn't make me less of a person no it only aligns my path it dots my path to where i'm meant to be my experiences are my story after all only the living get to tell their story because dead men tell no tales do you know how many people are in the mortuary today I have a friend who told me about his friend that is uh, a doctor uh, his own section works close to the mortuary so they brought in a very beautiful young lady They said she was a daughter of a very rich man. Men looking at her hair, her body, you would know. Yet she was there. Senators enter into that space. If they can pay, if men were God and they could pay to snatch your air from you, the life you're living, they would have paid. People pay to carry oxygen box behind them on their shoulders. they're still grateful they still have a smile on how much more you let's not let's not hate the process not the divine let's focus it on hating the journey it's okay to hate the journey sometimes I hate the journey sometimes I hate every single time I had to suffer I hate every single time I had to I had to I had to save up. I hate every single time I had to starve myself of the kind of food that I ought to eat. I hate every single time I had to I had to eat what I didn't want to eat. Every single time I had to wake up really early because I have a long distance to cover on food on food. Yet, I just hated the journey. I I didn't hate the process because it's my story. And i will tell it because i'm alive let the living praise the lord let the living tell their story because dead men tell no tales they don't have the opportunity you have today they cannot be grateful they don't even know how to complain because dead men tell no tales (sighs) on this note i would love to remind you of who you are Okay? If the Lord, if the Divine wanted to create people that were alike, that were like minded, if He wanted to create the same kind of people, He would have created for Himself robots. This is a being that created things you cannot explain. Human beings have tried to recreate another human being, yet it's still not working. This is a God that can create something out of nothing. You think he cannot create for himself robots, but he needs us the same way, different ways that we are. We appeal to him he needs to just exactly as we are he's gonna use your craziness to be a story for others to learn from he's gonna use your bad relationship to be a story to other people those disappointments he's gonna use it to be a story to other people every man has a story to tell be glad you are alive because dead men tell no tales I'm going to round up this section, okay? This section and I'm going to round it up. I just I have some points for you to listen to, all right? And I want you at the end of each section of my um, podcast I like to leave you with a point that you don't get to forget. Don't try to fit in when you are born to stand out. Don't let them cage you in a jar. You like to take yourself out. Who says you can't? You like to party, my darling, go ahead. You like to thrive for success. Please be my guest do whatever please suits your heart whatever makes you happy but don't do the one that will take your soul away from you don't do what will make you run away farther away from the divine always try to reconnect he's a loving father who never fails who never stops forgiving and a merciful one at that so i'm gonna say this the bigger your challenge the bigger your obstacle the bigger your crown alright do not hate your journey do not ha- do not hate your process Do not hate the king maker which is the divine but yet rather hate the journey it's okay to allow your human lastly please please let nobody try to contain me in the jar let no one try to figure out my personality don't try to figure out who I am it took me a long time to figure me out so please don't do that don't put me in a jar I am not religious, I am not with the society, I am with me, I do me, so don't try to figure me out, don't put me in a jar, if you see me living my best life darling, be happy, I am that crazy, live and let's live, alright, I want you to have a blessed day, I want you to have a good day, I'm going to be doing my podcast, Um, I'm going to be doing my podcast, um, on Tuesdays, on Thursdays, and on Saturdays, by eleven thirty, I'm going to be on air. By eleven thirty, when I'm done, you can actually leave a message, share your experiences. I I intend to be a writer, so I want you to share experiences. From your experiences, people will come and listen to that message and learn something. I will come and pick what I have to pick for my book and learn something also. Please, let's make the world a better place. Share my message. Comment. Okay, like it. Tell people about the world. Let it go out there. Let it sit right with you and the maker. Most importantly, don't lose touch. Because you are life. And it's a privilege. Dead men tell no tales. Dead men have no privilege. There's no privilege in the grave. Only silence. Please have a wonderful day. Remember to smile. Remember to be happy. Remember to do your exercise, your breathing exercise. Breathing. And out. Every single time you feel like the weight of the words on your shoulder, please remember to smile. Still your girlsy. I love you all, okay? Stay blessed. Cha-cha. Namaste. Bye.